0: Welcome to the Small Business Whole Health Podcast. We help you stay happy, healthy and whole so your small business can thrive and stay vital in this ever-changing world with holistic coaches and small business owners, Jill and Dan. Hello and welcome to the Small Business Whole Health Podcast. I'm Jill and I'm here with my podcasting partner, Daniel.
1: Hello, Jill, and hello, listeners.
0: Hello, listeners. And today we are going to talk about all things that you can do without this year. (laughs) Because it's the time of year when we get hit from all angles with very clever marketing about stuff that you absolutely, what is it always called? The essential thing that you need to do. And we need to do this and we need to do that to get fit and healthy. You need this, you need that. A lot of it's just really clever marketing, isn't it, Dan?
1: January is the health and fitness time of the year when all the companies pull out the big stops and try and get people hooked in, don't they? But yeah, there's a lot of things to be be aware of. Or beware of actually, because people just want your money. And there's a lot of fads around there, isn't there? The new, latest, greatest thing. But when you dig a little deeper, they're not actually great and they're not actually new, are they? Yeah. They've been around and they just advertise them at the same time of the year every time. And we want people to avoid them and go for the tried and tested stuff that works. So we'll try and shed some light on those things.
0: Yeah. And some of the stuff that we've got down today is, you know what? Like looking at it, like from us to looking at it now, because we've been doing this for a long time, and it seems to me like how do people fall for this kind of stuff? Do they do they actually do this? And then I get clients who come and go. oh I just did this and this, and I think God, people do actually. It's a lot of. um We think that people think the same as us when they don't, don't they? You see things from your own perspective, don't you?
1: Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So we're in the health and fitness community and industry, and so we know a lot more than the average person so stuff mm. that seems really obviously stupid or fake to us the beginner or someone who's never who's looking to get healthy who's been unhealthy for a long time it's hard for them to differentiate what's real and what's just marketing mm-hmm. so yeah it's especially when it comes to people's health it's it's very unethical isn't it for companies and businesses to promote yeah. essentially unhealthy stuff but it's it happens so if we can point people in the right direction. Um, we can save them a lot of time and effort. And so and money,
0: because a lot of this money, stuff yeah. is very expensive. Some of the things that we've got written down here are actually really expensive. And I see them getting advertised and I see people selling them on Facebook and wherever. And I just think, oh, you know, who falls for that? And then I have a look at it and it's like, a lot of people are falling for that. And I think it kind of plays on that whole get fit fast lose your belly fast lose 10 pounds fast and there is no fast way is there
1: i've got a good quote which i was going to say later but that comes into play straight away so as if you take shortcuts you get cut short Mm. so you're probably not going to lose the weight or you're going to lose it and gain back more and you're going to lose your money it takes a lot of time and effort i mean you know this if you're going from an unhealthy place to a healthy place the fundamental principles are quite easy to do but it does take time yeah. So if you think you can just pay more money for some magic pill, I mean, most people know deep down that it's not going to work, but people get desperate and they don't want to put the hard work in. But th- that's what you have to do. Mm.
0: That's what reminds me of a quote by Joseph Pilates actually, which I'm going to probably butcher now. But he said, "Physical health cannot be bought outright or purchased. Um, it has to be paid for in time and hard work." So he yeah. Was
1: right. And when it when it comes to to like a financial side of it as well it's not actually that expensive oh, yeah. it's probably cheaper than living unhealthily so unhealthy food pe- people think eating organic food and stuff is expensive but when you compare it to drinking alcohol and eating takeaways that costs a lot more than eating organic food and drinking water
0: <laughs> <laughs> it totally it looks, does i always people say that to me I was, this is really expensive it's like it's not more expensive than yeah, like what you say. It's not once, and you get much more nutrients and out of that food as well. So, in terms of the actual nutrient per pence, you get a heck of a lot more out of a organic diet than you do out of a pizza and alcohol diet.
1: Yeah, and it's like you say, it's it's not it doesn't fill you for very long either. So you often hear people lose eat takeaways like McDonald's and things like that. You have the Big Mac, and it, it's to look at it, it's a huge meal but they feel hungry like three hours, four hours later. Mm. It's because there's actually no nutrients in there. So your body gets full of nutrients. So you think, well, I've had a meal, but I haven't had any real food, any nutrition. So I best have another meal and see if I can find some nutrition. And then the cycle goes on. You end up having a McDonald's for your lunch and a takeaway for (laughs) for your tea. And then
0: you drink on a night, then you get the munchies the next day and all you want is a McDonald's breakfast. We've all been there, haven't we, Dan, to be fair, but. It's a very rare occurrence nowadays. Yeah,
1: is a a lifestyle that doesn't work, does it?
0: No, it doesn't work. Not if you want to have all the things that these adverts promise that they'll give you, that they won't give you that.
1: (laughs) No, exactly. So the the first real point I want to make is, we've already spoken a little bit about kind of the financial side as well, but if you're looking to, like in terms of fitness, if you're looking to start a new fitness program and you're looking to, to get healthy, If you're a total beginner and you don't know what to do, look for something with a cheap entry cost. Don't go out and join a gym, which is like 150 pound a month or buy a set of golf clubs, which is two grand, because you might hate it after, after a month and then you've wasted a lot of money. Look at something with a cheap entry cost, do some online workouts, start walking. And then from there, find out what you like. You don't have to spend a fortune just to move your body. So look for something with a cheap entry cost before you dive in feet first or something that looks good and a lot of people do but you might hate it and you might spend a lot of money
0: yeah and then often like gyms will lock you in for a year make sure that you like the gym first before you get locked in which you can't blame gyms for doing it to be fair but i've done it before where i've not gone for like six months (laughs) kept paying
1: oh yeah for them it's gyms don't do it to be to take the money off people and get them locked in like for them it's a that like it's a cash flow thing. They need yeah, money coming in absolutely. every month, and and the majority of people do sign up for a year or whatever, and they do use it consistently. But if you're a total beginner, I would say maybe just try and join for a one-off month or six weeks, or just period. Yeah, they go. usually and,
0: do like, a, like a temporary period time, don't they?
1: So. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that's my first tip, and my second tip, really quick off the bat, is the best workout in the world is the one which you're going to stick to. So because the latest trend is is yoga or running or HIIT training if you don't like it you're not going to stick to it so find something that you enjoy if it's dancing if it's walking the dog if it's strength training make sure you enjoy it because you'll stick to it
0: there's always stuff coming out as well like hot yoga can you remember when hot yoga came out and everyone was wanting to do yoga in like 40 degree heat I, I couldn't think of anything worse like, and everyone was going, oh, it's the greatest thing, you do this and that. I was thinking, oh, it's just going to make me itch, I'm going to hate it. And then the guy turned out to be some kind of where you do, anyway? <laughs> that bit guy. Oh yeah, <laughs> did you was... watch the Netflix show sure about it I've,
1: I've, I didn't watch it all, but I saw some of it. Yeah, and he was a bit of a creep, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, I think he actually got arrested. <laughs> did he? Oh, <laughs> um, well. So yeah, he had very shaky foundations in science and things. um This of this guy, so yeah, so like that was the fact. Then there was that hanging yoga, whatever it is, where you hang upside down and stuff, and what's that one can you remember that one I remember suspending themselves from the ceiling and hanging upside down now like if you're it looks really good on like, if you've been doing yoga for a long time or any of that kind of stuff and you hang upside down and it looks great but if you're the average person coming in off the street and you get strapped in one of them and pushed upside down the chances are you're gonna do yourself a bit of an injury really my cousin did it and um, she really knocked herself to pot a bit she <laughs> she like scare herself vertical by doing it you know like because she, she's not very good at going on roller coasters or anything then she went to this class that they tipped you upside down and stuff and it really <laughs> really affected her so she couldn't exercise then for like another you know, six months because she got vertigo so yeah,
1: learn to walk before you can before exactly you can
0: so uh, before you go into these like fads and stuff then just do something normal first walk for a while though do pilates obviously i'm going to say pilates because i'm a pilates teacher but something like that like pilates is a good entry level to loads of stuff that's why it's so good
1: yeah but then even when you do pilates do the basic moves first and master the basics because you're going to get more benefit out of those the the trouble is people because there's so much competition out there there's all different types of exercise programs Mm. or the promotional material you see has to look cool and has to grab your attention so if you're hanging upside down doing this yoga pose with report on your back then that's what you want to do but it just it's just promotional material the people in those adverts are absolute experts
0: yeah exactly you
1: have to grab your attention because there's so much competition out there
0: Mm. yeah just you know things like and, and another thing as well i was just talking to a client the other day who is she wanted to come to my beginners class but when I started talking to her she actually she's had a reformer before she's done Pilates for years and I was like are you sure you want to do a beginner class She was like yeah yeah I want to go back over that foundation stuff again and you find that people who know what they're doing like advanced people never mind going backwards to the fundamentals do you find this like when you get people who are really good at at doing the stuff they'd never ever mind going back over all that that foundational stuff whereas beginners always want to go to the next thing what's the next thing can I go lift heavier can I can I do this can I can I do that can I put my legs over my head yet <laughs> like no, can you just bring it back uh, because of the, these if you don't learn the foundations in the first place then all of that stuff is really really hard but if you learn how you do to do it the technique then all of that stuff will be easy to you in the future but you've got to you've got to put the work in in the first instance right
1: oh absolutely yeah it's really good advice and you kind of understand it coming from a beginner's perspective because you're excited you're getting into something new you want to learn it all we've all been there haven't we when you get into something you want to do a deep dive and you want to get good really quick like it comes from an enthusiastic good place but then it's our especially like in the health and fitness industry as a coach it's then your job to lead them through those steps gradually and not let them get overexcited and learn the basics like you yeah. say once you if you learn the basics really well all the other stuff will just come so much quicker That's yeah. like the whole was it the was it bruce lee said i i don't fear the man who knows a thousand kicks i fear the man who's practiced one kick a thousand times, thousand times yes. and that's true isn't it
0: Oh, that's so, so true. Like, you know, if I went off for a piano or a guitar lesson, I wouldn't expect to come out like Martin Knopfler after the third <laughs> lesson, you know? So <laughs> that's kind of what I say to my people, you know? They're thinking like all this stuff, the breathing, the core, the moving, it all comes natural. Like it, it should all just happen, but it's it's not like that. It takes a long time to build up all of that muscle memory and, you know, the neural, neural firing and all that kind of stuff. So... Just take it slow be patient and consistent
1: that's exactly what it is but the trouble comes with then if you try and market patience and persistence <laughs> in the foundations it just doesn't sound yeah. doesn't sound as good and it's it's harder to market it isn't it but really that's that's what works so it's it's finding that balance of telling people that this is what you need this is what's going to work it's not as exciting as the you know the most extreme stuff but you will get there in the end if you, if you take your time. Yeah. It's, it's hard to market that in a really appealing package.
0: Yeah, like I come along to my class where we will lie on our backs for half an hour and I'll teach you how to breathe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not quite the same as come to my class and I'll tip you upside down and suspend you from the ceiling. <laughs> like, yeah, but, you know, start where you are.
1: If it seems too good to be true, it normally is. So if you get a coach who tells you you'll be doing this in two three weeks after a little bit of training you've got to think if you've never done yoga in your life and you think you're going to walk into a class and be hanging upside down by one arm whilst in a state of Zen, that's (laughs) probably seems too good to be true. You probably need to have a word with yourself. The same with diets. If you think you're going to drink tea or take pills and a month later, you're going to lose five stone. There's probably going Mm -hmm. to be some side effects. It's probably too good to be true. So
0: yeah, that brings me on to my next one, which I absolutely hate. And this is um, these skinny teas and coffees, skinny coffees, they're called or something. I don't even know the name of them, but they're really annoying. Basically, they're laxatives. (laughs) um, That is how they work, folks. They are laxatives. You're actually drinking a laxative. So they say, like, drink this skinny tea at 10 o'clock and this skinny tea. And then all these people come on going, I lost 15 pounds in a day just by drinking this tea. And it's a load of bullshit. Sorry to swear
1: it is it is it's it's all based on influencer marketing which is now it's Mm -hmm. more it's been around forever celebrities have always advertised things and athletes have always advertised things but it used to be just on the television or the radio or in magazines Mm. but now with social media the the everywhere selling skinny teas all you have to do is go on big brother or Shaw or something then all of a sudden you can sell skinny tea or detox pills and because you've got half a million followers then your chances of making a lot of money go up drastically. Mm-hmm. But you need to realize these people don't actually use the products. They just get paid a lump sum off detoxtea.com or something. And then they just take a photo with a, with a bottle and just put some blurb, which someone else has wrote for them. They don't actually use it, but people, especially I think a younger generation, they get drawn yeah. in and because like, they look oh, up to God, these people and it's, it. it does not work.
0: I know, and then maybe they will lose a little tiny bit, but it'll be water and all the stuff that your body actually needs to work. So in the long term, you're actually doing more damage to yourself. And, uh, yeah, they, they don't work. It, it's basically taking caffeine and laxatives. That's, yeah. it, it's it's not healthy. It's not a healthy way to live.
1: There's no duty of care there at all, is there? They should tell you the the, the side effects, the negative What's side one effects. Wasn't of
0: them like them? arrested, not arrested, but... It did, it's some investigative journalist went out and said this is like the latest thing and he went to loads of celebrities and said who will and i a couple of them signed up and it was literally laxatives that were in it and oh, uh, really? and yeah so then they had to retract a lot of their influencer statuses and stuff like that so you know it just don't believe the hype you're it's... better off drinking normal coffee and normal tea
1: <laughs> yeah and just doing all the regular things which we like we speak about all the time drink water go for a walk do some exercise eat healthy food go to bed on time but yeah it's it's harder to market that isn't it
0: yeah which you should is... really have a market for the monk life
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: live like a monk
1: <laughs> it's what like you don't have to be a monk but it's what works doesn't it you know what i mean you, probably, <laughs> I know, it totally if, works if, if, yeah if you do these detox things and all these celebrity transformations and pills and things like that it's probably just going to lead to more frustration that's all it's going to do you're going to spend some money you're going to probably end up worse off and you're going to be more frustrated but in the time it takes for you to do one little fad then have two months off then do another fad in those six months if you just did the foundation principles you'd be a lot better off with a lot more money (laughs) so yeah (laughs)
0: Yeah, I know, and you know what, we, we're, like, it's not that we're looking down on anybody doing this kind of stuff, we are trying to tell you how, to, like, that it doesn't work, but you know what, there'll have been times when we've tried stuff like that, 100%. I think remember yeah. trying, like, a meal replacement thing to lose weight quick when, like, when I was in my 20s, you know, you do this kind of stuff, I think you just get a bit wiser as you get older, don't you, and obviously we spent a lot of years training on this kind of thing, and, it's i think because we get more frustrated with it because we can see it from that angle if that makes sense
1: yeah when you when you become part of the industry and then like yeah you like we've learned through the check institute and it's goes actual into real actual health and people with real health concerns and then Mm. when you you take a look at the superficial stuff, it does leave you frustrated, doesn't it? Because you think it's just a load of crap, and people think that's what the health and fitness yeah. industry is. So, from our perspective, as coaches who've like dug a little deeper, it leaves a bit of a sour taste in your mouth for people to think that that's what the whole industry is about, doesn't
0: it? Yeah, and it can do a heck of a lot of damage as well. I think that's the thing as well that we see the damage that it does to people in the long term. Like some of these diets, you know, these meal replacement stuff, if you lose fat quickly we know that it's fat contains your toxins so you you're putting a massive toxic load into your body straight away your bone density drops massively there's there's all sorts of your endocrine you can really do serious damage to your endocrine system which takes years to fix like later on in your life that you know your adrenal glands you get fatigue everything's just pumping out stress hormones it's it's quite a toxic way to live and the damage that it does in the long term, like we probably now get the people who've been doing that kind of stuff and it's really hard to turn it around. You can do, but it takes a lot more effort to turn it around later on in life. If you spent your life on low fat meal replacement stuff, yeah, it, it does do some serious damage.
1: Yeah. I like to tell my clients that if it's like weight loss is the, is the goal, then normally the longer it takes to come off, the longer it's going to stay off. Yeah. So if you just lose two pound a month or a pound a month, but over years, your body's then really adapted and it's detoxed all those, stuff, all those bad things slowly. And your body's then used to just losing this weight, which you don't really need. And then the longer it takes, the longer it's going to stay off. And it really does mm-hmm. work like that. If you just lose a lot of weight really quickly, it's really unhealthy and you normally bounce back, but worse and you put more on. It's really stressful on your system to fluctuate in weight up and down all the time.
0: Oh, gosh, yeah, yeah. Okay, Dan, what's next on your list?
1: The things that work, the most effective methods. The best way to know that if you think it's going to work in the long term is look at how long it's been around. So the most effective methods have been around forever. Mm. So things like just walking, just eating a balanced diet, strength training, sports, Pilates, If they've been around forever there's a reason why they've been around for so long it's costly work but the gimmicks in the the short-term stuff it it comes and goes all the time and that should be a big red flag to whether it's actually going to work fads like skinny teas and things they come and go there's a different brand every month isn't there and then fads like goat yoga and trampolines and got with the stupid stuff out there it it comes and goes so if it hasn't been around long it probably isn't going to be around long and if it's been around forever it's gonna to continue to be around forever because it works. So use time yeah. as a is a good gauge to whether it's good for you.
0: Yeah, that was one of the things that made me study Pilates actually was because there was so much at the time there was like Zumba, that other bot that thing we couldn't remember the name of Botox Bokware thing.
1: Ah, Bokwe, yeah.
0: Boc-Wer, a hit was out at the time. And it was like, all these people are just... there was another thing. And I think that's when Zumba really found out how community fitness, how powerful it was. And then, yeah, and then that's when I thought, actually, you know what? I want to go deeper than that. And then that's when I trying to do Pilates, actually.
1: Yeah, and it's been around for, what is it, maybe approaching 100 years of Pilates at yeah, World War One. Yes.
0: Yeah, World War II was oh, Two. Oh, Yeah, so... Uh, he wrote his book in the 1930s, so it's like, yeah, it's coming up nearly, well, 90 years.
1: <laughs> yeah, so uh, approaching 100 years. Do you think skinny tea is going to be around and, <laughs> and Bokwa is going to be around?
0: Yeah, Bokwa's gone. What's ever <laughs> happened to Bokwa? Let's find that out. Can <laughs> you remember? It was like, it was really <laughs> yeah. bizarre. You only ever went off on your right leg as well, which I thought, as, as I was creating a massive muscular imbalance. <laughs> you only ever started with your right leg. So I was... I, I was thinking that's a bit weird. But people used to just shout out numbers or letters or something, didn't they? And then they'd be like, "Eh, never want to be doing." Uh, I don't know. I never really got into boqu. I must say.
1: <laughs> should we should we do some some quick fire health and fitness fads that have come and gone and probably will come around again and go? So I've wrote a few down. I've got we've spoken about them before, but weight loss pills. I mean, they'll just keep yep. coming and going for the rest of time, but avoid them. The one that always annoys me is these. Vibrating pads you put on your on your stomach, you you plug them into the mains, and you meant to vibrate your abdominals. Like that's how mother nature works, really. Like Uh, you just isolate your abdominals and vibrate them. I used to
0: work in it. (laughs) I used to work in an um, office with a load of lads and one of the lads got one of those one day he's like right I'm gonna get a six pack off this so he used to sit with it on in the office and like every now and then he used to go <laughs> <laughs> and then he'd be like right I'm off home to go to the pub and he's like I've worked my abs all day and all he would get was like <laughs> lactic acid in his abs <laughs> <laughs> he hadn't actually done anything on them
1: yeah.
0: to actually grow them but he was convinced he was going to get like a six pack off this electric device.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you see, he people did. like <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo wears one, so
0: like, it must I'm, be real.
1: It must be real. Like you don't realize he's probably <laughs> he hasn't had a day off with his diet and his fitness for the past twenty years.
0: Yeah, but he, like, a... he, he wore that once uh, far. <laughs>
1: of and course, he, yeah. He
0: drank from a, a, a shake company who happened to hand it to him and took a photograph so it's the shake that does that yeah. to his body i
1: know but there's, there's not the
0: other one, not so... the 40 however many years of training
1: <laughs> exactly yeah In good genetics as well
0: and apparently he really looks after his diet he's like
1: oh so he does strict. yeah there's a if you i mean you i suppose you have to be kind of into football but there's a there's a documentary about him it's called ronaldo i think it's on netflix and amazon prime but yeah it shows you like his lifestyle and he's everything in his whole life is, is it's not just a football match it's not just training for 2 hours a day like i think his coach says like every meal he eats that's that's him training when he goes no. to bed that's him training it's like it's 100% dedication cuz there's there's people who get paid to do sports then there's people who are really good and then there's the actual elite and then there's like one offs like him doesn't miss a trick and it's it's actually really inspirational to watch cuz he embarrasses people who would are like superheroes to me and you, like these Olympic athletes. He embarrasses them. That's how good he is. So,
0: yeah. But it shows it, the
1: de- early goes to. It, yeah. He wasn't just born with it. Everything counts.
0: It's it's just amazing how you know how much time and effort these athletes do put into their lives. Like everything is taking them towards that goal, isn't it? You know, every morsel that they put into their mouths, and people think that they just they go on to an advert because they get paid lots of money to do it but that's not what's got them there well, <laughs> what's very, got them there is the dedication every single day of doing stuff yeah and, then, and
1: it's like you say it leaves a sour taste in your mouth because when you watch like a documentary like about ronaldo and you see how much time and effort he's gone into putting like to getting where he is and then from the promote a vibrating abdominal belt or Herbalife, like <laughs> It's not yeah. really what he stands for. It kind of, you you wish they wouldn't do it. You know what I mean. You can understand them mean, getting yeah. sponsored by Nike because they wear Nike football gear and or whatever, and like that's kind of relevant to what they do. But mm. for this other crap, you know, he doesn't drink Herbalife and wear this abdominal belt. So it's, you wish they wouldn't do it. But I mean,
0: yeah, then he gives all his money to charities as well, though, doesn't he? So he gives heck of a lot of away, doesn't he? Yeah. So you kind of understand why, but yeah, it, it does. You, it's you, a bit unethical, isn't it? Yeah, that ethically they wouldn't
1: do it. But so there's, yeah, there's, I've got other stuff like sauna suits, just because, (laughs) just because you see boxers wearing them and they lose weight fast, like, Uh, yeah, they don't do it the the whole year round. (laughs) They do it because they have to drop a few pounds before they weigh in and it's really unhealthy because bloody floyd mayweather and ricky hatton wear a sauna suit. So <laughs> actually that. i was
0: reading a good article the other day about how to get rid of unwanted <laughs> i'm going to sound like one of these people how to get rid of unwanted fat from areas that are shift hard to shift and it was actually ice it to oh, right, okay. turn the um to turn the fat cells into a different type of fat cell which your body wants to get rid of so and it's actually scientifically proven but that does not mean that you sit with an ice pack on your belly for like three weeks you're only meant to do it for like little tiny periods of time.
1: Yeah. I just do um like cold water therapy, have a cold shower. Yeah, like that kind that
0: yeah. that, that's what they say about cold
1: yeah. water, doesn't it? Yeah. There you go. Better so,
0: yeah, than a there's... sauna suit, cold water showers.
1: Oh, yeah, with a sauna suit, you just you just lose you just dehydrate yourself massively, you lose all your salts, all the water in your body. So you're gonna feel very, very unhealthy. And you're probably gonna have a bounce back reaction where you feel so thirsty and so hungry. <laughs> You're probably just going to eat and drink anything, which is going to be worse off. Like you say, your body doesn't like that stress and you don't need to put yourself through it. Yeah. And there's other ones like zero carb diets are very popular. Like maybe Uh just cut down on your carbs a little bit if you need to lose some body fat. Don't go zero carb. Oh, God. And people, even like the ketogenic diets are really popular and it has some really good health benefits. But even the people who promote ketogenic diets, they still have some carbohydrates. They don't go absolutely pure carnivore so yeah and the
0: ketogenic diet as well was developed for a very specific um population it was developed for epilepsy to help um control epilepsy in certain patients and it's been really well scientifically documented to do that and um then one of the side effects of that was actual weight loss so they just then, this is an example of how um, a, a diet that's really good for one type of people then gets put out into the general population. And it, it might not be the right thing for you. It can cause uh, quite a lot of endocrine disruption um, for women in their peri to post-menopausal time because uh, putting all of that kind of the ketones of what your brain runs on, aren't they? But they can put quite a lot of pressure on your liver to produce them. So yeah there's there's all that kind of stuff that it sounds like it's good like fasting that we've already done an episode on fasting that was the one that was done on a certain population of people i think that was on diabetics who are who were vastly overweight and then it just said right oh yeah it worked for them it's going to work for everyone else and it's not necessarily the case all the time so just be careful with all these kind of types of diets
1: yeah a diet's a tricky one because genetics come into play as well so yeah, ketogenic diet, if you give someone who lives near the equator and their genetics, their heritage dictates that they should be eating a lot of vegetables and very little meat, then you give them a ketogenic diet and they're eating steaks for every meal, they're probably going to get very unhealthy very quick.
0: Mm. But
1: for someone who lives in a polar region where there's not as many vegetables and their DNA dictates that they eat a lot of meat and a lot of fat from animals, they'll probably do well on it. But for most people like me and you, we're somewhere in between. Mm so that comes into play so like diet's a big one and like you say the amount of dyed books out there just goes to show that most people don't know what they're talking about (laughs) so another another few ones are juice cleansers they're really big just be wary of juice cleansers and that leads me on to talking about juicing as well i think this is the time of year where a lot of people buy juices and blenders and they think new year new me i'm gonna eat loads of vegetables so it, it can be good. It has some health benefits. If, if you're going to get more vitamins and minerals and nutrition into your body, by all means, start juicing. And, but my advice or my experience, because again, I've done this, like you say, we've done a lot of these fads. <laughs> at least tried. I've got, it, them. I've
0: got the juicer. I think I chucked it out the other day, actually. I was having a clean out.
1: Yeah, I've got <laughs> it. And it, it is good when I first got it. I, I used it quite a lot, but for my experience, it does get tedious cleaning the juicer and buying all the fruits and vegetables it gets expensive and to be honest it becomes a chore and you're just better off eating the fruit and vegetables as a whole fruit and vegetable (laughs) themselves
0: you need about 50 carrots to get like a tiny drop of carrot juice and then you spend the next two hours trying to clean the juicer down with bits of stuff everywhere I always used to think like throwing out all that pulp is such a bad thing to do because that's probably where all the goodness is it's like all the fiber that you're chucking out aren't you
1: I found exactly the same I've got all this this bag of carrots like a kilo of carrots <laughs> and you come with this tiny little bit of juice and it, it tastes delicious when you mix it with the right stuff but I think was it worth all the time and effort Could yeah. I know, just had some carrots with me dinner <laughs>
0: That's what I, that's exactly the thought process I went through, like yeah. I did it for about a week because everyone was doing those juice diets at the time, and I thought, oh, I'll have, give it that a go, and yeah, I thought the same as you, like I was spending a fortune on carrots <laughs> and apples, yeah, and, and then I was like, "I'm chucking most of this away.
1: but it comes from a good place you want to you want to be healthy you want to yeah you want to get more vitamins and minerals i'm not
0: against juicing by the way but just not as a weight loss thing it's as a health thing yeah
1: no i don't i think not as a long-term thing don't just think you're gonna juice for it for two or three weeks in january when it's it's the hardest time to do it actually because it's winter like we were calling this and it's like minus two or something your your body doesn't really want juice it wants like hearty (laughs) like
0: mints and dumplings yeah
1: once hearty stuff in, in the middle of winter that's what you again your dna dictates that if you're like northern european like us you don't want to be drinking juice for like three meals a day yeah
0: you're no, just you gonna soups and your body's not things, craving yeah. that so
1: yeah uh, is there any other i've got a couple health and fitness fads which have come and gone and which you want. To uh, have
0: we talked about meal replacements like we kind of mentioned them a little bit but I really don't like meal replacement shakes and all of that that stuff. Like, you're replacing, you're better off fasting, really, because you're not putting that hideously, highly processed. When you think how much processing has gone into getting something down into that fine powder, it's not good. It's not really good for you. It doesn't matter how much stuff they say they put in it, like vitamins and iron and all of that stuff. Then They're not great, so... What Was you should do
1: is, yeah, what you should do is replace your unhealthy meal. Replace it with a healthy meal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Replace the wine <laughs> with water or something like that. <laughs> that's that's a better meal replacement, yeah. in my opinion. Not highly processed. Highly expensive as well, I should say. Some of these programs are. So they would go into my room 101. And this one is definitely going to go into my room 101. And it's, this is my current hate and if anyone's listened to this podcast and comes to me and says they're doing this I, I, I think I'll eat my hat <laughs> so you know how I'm a big fan of apple cider vinegar like I've done it for like 20 nearly probably 30 years now uh, every morning I drink apple cider vinegar and I, I crave it I take bottle on holiday with us like it's that i am a fan of apple cider vinegar apple cider vinegar is so good for you it's so good for your gut health it's probiotic it's um another thing apple cider vinegar will help your gut to to uh, produce vitamin b12 which incidentally some of the people who've asked me my opinion have been getting vitamin b12 injections because that's that's the thing apparently um so Apple cider vinegar is really good. Now, you get the apple cider vinegar, you get it with the mother in. So it's still got that fermented processing, which is really good for your gut fauna. And then people, so there's a couple of people have asked me, saying, What would you say I should do? And in particular for IBS, it, that, that's been what I've said, what they've asked me about. And I've said, Oh, you need to start taking some apple cider vinegar. It'll really help. And they've gone, They've either gone away or they've said, Oh, yeah, I've got some of them gummies. Now, I mean, what? the feck is an apple cider vinegar gummy i mean have you ever heard of them it's like this I've, is a typical example of like how shortcut it's like right you know how i enjoy a nice glass of wine every now and then it's like you're saying well just have a wine gum instead like that'll sort you out it's not the same it's just not the same is it
1: no marketers ruin everything don't they they take something figure it figure out how they can make some money off it and people buy into it
0: yeah, like I'll have some wine gums. That's the same as having a glass of wine. It's just not. And then, but people don't understand this. And then, so I thought, right, because like three people had mentioned that they we're going to have these apple cider, because I'm always going on about how good it is. So they must have thought I'll look for a shortcut. So I looked at what the ingredients are in these apple cider gummy things, whatever they're called. So the, the top ingredient is sugar, which you don't get from apple cider vinegar. And apple cider vinegar the, was like, eighth or sixth or eighth down the list of all the other stabilizers and colorings and all that other crap so never say to me that you're gonna have an apple cider vinegar gummy bear
1: yeah they shouldn't actually be allowed to call it apple cider vinegar gummy bears if it's eighth on the ingredient list <laughs> exactly it's a bit uh, they've
0: just waved it over a bottle <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. You know so like that's when my sp-
0: current pet hate i just hate it like yeah. why did people do that
1: when you see on food packaging where like it says made in a factory which may contain nuts, that's what it should be. like Made in a factory yeah. which contained a bottle of apple cider vinegar on the exactly. shelf. Exactly. It's like,
0: can I remember Opal? What, what's Opal Fruits called? i my age now. What are Opal Fruits called? Starburst. Starburst. That's it. It's like saying, right, there's like, just eat that orange starburst. That's the equivalent of eating an orange. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: It's just like, no, there's no way that that eating a gummy bear called an apple cider vinegar gummy bear it's going to do what um apple cider vinegar can do for your gut no way on this earth
1: again people just want to take shortcuts
0: there is no such thing as a shortcut by the way
1: it's it's because drinking pure raw apple cider vinegar it's not particularly nice obviously it's a little bit harsh again it's like doing difficult exercise over a long period of time it's it's not kind of sexy it's not it's hard to do but it works so what do people do? They package it as something else. Mm. That's that's exactly what they've done with the gummies. They've just, they've packaged it as something easy, but it has detrimental side effects. You're not getting the actual benefit and you're getting some negative effects of the sugar. So like you say, it's a fad. Another one that just sprang to mind when you were talking is, I don't know if it's if it's big now, but it was a couple of years ago. People wrapping themselves in bloody cling film and things like <laughs> that.
0: So what was, what
1: was all that about? Like, it's just mental. Like, yeah, people who yeah, are five, I'm ten stone overweight. Yeah, you think I'm gonna wrap myself in cling film and all was weight just, just gonna magically disappear with no exercise? I
0: forgot about that. Yeah, and then they would have like before and after photos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> before Crazy I wrapped one. myself in cling film, I was like ten stone heavier. <laughs> now <here." laughs> myself in cling film, <laughs> I'm a size eight. Yeah, it doesn't happen. And then Obviously. another thing I'm gonna put in as well is fat-free diets like fat is essential it is even called essential fat acids yeah so we need it we need fats to live and in fact your hormones are actually made out of ultimately of fat cholesterol so we've got this thing in our heads that cholesterol is bad for us and fat is bad for us and you get put on fat-free diets and there's an advert on the telly which is really paying me off at the minute for greek yogurt some kind of greek yogurt and it's got all these like people in greek outfits going and then they're not saying it because they're not allowed to anymore are they're they not allowed to say that stuff helps you lose weight or stuff like that i don't think but they've got all these like svelte women with abdominals and and stuff and if you actually look at the ingredients of it because they take out the fat they have to fill it with something else and fill it with sugar so yogurts are actually fat-free yogurts are actually full of sugar the worst thing that you can eat for um if you're trying to reduce your sugar intake so they've just filled it up with sugar and that's probably going to have more of a detrimental impact on your tummy health anyway and your fat cells anyway so
1: yeah it's all just to play on words so it is fat free but it makes you put body fat on but it's mm. just people associate the word fat with body fat but dietary fat and body fat are two different things mm-hmm. so dietary fat is good if it's if it's healthy it doesn't that doesn't equate to body fat sugar and eating too many carbohydrates equates to more body fat Mm-hmm. Well, because it's the same word, fat is the same word as in dietary fat and body fat. People think it's the same thing and they don't do the research and they market it to all the time fat free. You know, if it's fat free, I won't gain fat. Totally untrue. You can see how it's done if you don't do your research and you're not really into health and fitness. You can see how it, yeah, can
0: it's Yeah, it's so a, easy to pick up something fat free. If you're yeah. thinking, ah, oh, I'm getting a bit of fat around my thighs, I'll have a fat free yogurt. But actually, that's probably what's adding it on. And there's quite a few people who I see who are like on, I don't know, fat-free diets, whatever, weight, weight watchers and stuff like that. And they go, "I'm going to build muscle." And I'm like, "You're not going to build muscle on a diet that doesn't include fat." So, no, nah. it's just not going to happen.
1: Yeah, you just want to, you just want to give people a shake. But then again, you, you have to realize that it's kind of to some degree anyway. It's not people's fault because. All the adverts and all the information from a very young age. It's all pointing you in the wrong direction. So, no wonder you don't understand.
0: I know. I didn't. I spent many years doing. Bloody, I used to go with my mum. Where did she? We used to go. Rosemary Connolly. Can you remember her? <laughs> I used
1: to go. <laughs>
0: she used to say, yeah, you can eat pizzas and sausages and all of that kind of stuff. And I'd be like, but I like avocados and things. Ah, it never ever sat right with me, like that whole mm. diet culture thing. But you know, my mum was a complete advocate of the whole thing. That was what I was brought up with. I think that's maybe why I've gone the other way now.
1: Yeah, I think I'm the same because I was I wasn't particularly brought up very unhealthy. But at some point, when I for me it was when I started learning to cook, and I just I started watching things like um, Jamie Oliver and. Gordon Ramsay and just basic stuff though, of what they were doing and I thought well they're not using all these ingredients they're using actual real food <laughs>
0: they're using proper stuff yeah. yeah
1: and that's just something just the wheels are started turning. well I thought well, this is actually proper food and then I got into fitness and you people who actually listen to people who know what they're talking about they were saying the same things eat mm. healthy proper food and then yeah so I, I kind of flugged me way into it really just being interested in in cooking and, and in fitness and you put the two together and you think oh that's actually what works
0: yeah yeah exactly so I was brought up with diet culture both my parents smoked uh, <laughs> my grandparents yeah. smoked like I've never smoked and well maybe once I tried to try it and it was just, like horrendous and I was thinking why did they do this and then yeah my mom was always on fat-free diets and but she'd have a cupboard full of biscuits and stuff you know like she never reduced the sugar down but fat was was bad um so these like meringues you know like say t- you know meringues
1: yeah, yeah, yeah
0: you take the white you take the, the yolk out and just egg. have the white
1: got so much sugar in <laughs> it
0: was just egg yolk and sugar no. she was eating that i'll be like oh no, i never really got into it i must say i was uh i always knew like but i didn't know why and it's that
1: good feeling that you knew something was a bit off
0: yeah 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 so anyway that's... Have you got any more?
1: I'd, I just want to mention a few fads that have kind of stuck around, which...
0: Oh, yeah. Cool. Let's do the reverse fad.
1: Yeah, which I thought, on the basis, you can see them being kind of faddish, but they, they have stuck around. And so the latest one, which I think is the biggest one, is kind of fitness trackers and fitness watches. I mm-hmm. kind of thought that might have been a fad. I mean, they've been around, I don't know, five, ten years, maybe. The longest. But like, they're really popular now. And I think they hear you to stay. There's an mm-hmm. argument that you thought they could have been a fad when they came around like track your steps track your heart rate track your sleep who cares about that i'll just do that naturally anyway but it's kind of a double-edged sword because we become reliant on technology but i think for a lot of beginners they can have really good health benefits to get you started like Mm -hmm. if it just tells you to get up off the couch every hour that's probably a good thing if you're a really kind of advanced exerciser and you're really healthy you're probably not going to add anything or maybe a little bit but i think for beginners they're really good So I kind of hope that sticks around. Um, Um, What
0: gets measured gets done. That used to be an old adage in our statistical training. So if it's like building awareness, isn't it? So if you know that you're not getting enough sleep or you're not getting enough steps in, then you become more aware of it, don't you? So increasing awareness. Yeah, Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, CrossFit kind of came and it was huge. And people thought this is just going to come and go. But it's kind of stood around for maybe 10 years now. I think it's going to continue Mm -hmm. probably forever, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, It gets a bit of a bad rap. Because, I mean, like anything, there's good and bad to it. There's a lot of injuries and things that, but it's got a good community. If it's going to help people get fit, it does have a good message in there somewhere. There's a few things I would change about it, but just on the face of it, it has, it looked like it was going to be a fad, but it's stuck around.
0: Yeah. Based on good science and stuff, though, isn't it? You know, it's like,
1: yeah, it, it could obviously be tweaked, but they have to sell it as like a, again, they have to package it like this really extreme thing. So um, gluten free has, kind of at one point that's been around probably 15 years maybe i want to say maybe a little bit longer mm. but it's getting really more and more popular now that should definitely stick around really good health benefits probably if everyone in the world just went gluten-free we'd see a lot of problems clear up and the last one i want to mention is we'll we'll come back in a year and see if this one's still around it's called peloton it's an indoor mm. bike so you buy the bike it's quite expensive but it just seems to be grown so much more popular now this indoor so you you buy the bike and you, you have the app and you you do it all at home, but it's like again it's the kind of creating that community and it's um it's competitive. I thought that would have just came and went, but I think with the lockdown, their business has just gone through the roof. So see over yeah, the next few years if that comes and goes.
0: They're quite um aggressive company though, aren't they? I think. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, they've um yeah, so I know when you think when it first started out, it was just like a spinning bike or <laughs>
1: <laughs> They've obviously probably hired some really good people who know how to take it to the next step they now are doing mm-hmm. like strength classes online and things like that and i'll follow the um, the market price and it's just gone through the roof over the last year it's absolutely booming so mm. obviously lockdowns helped people kind of go to the gym so they do it from their own home yeah. but i think the the biking community people get into it and they stay with it for life don't they yeah they'll spend thousands on road bikes and things and it's like a that good
0: community and stuff isn't it so. yeah
1: so yeah, those, yeah. Are the, those are the ones that i've kind of stuck around and it's worth mentioning a few of them and um
0: Pilates, obviously.
1: Yeah, well, well, yeah, like we said at the start, the ones that are the best for you, <laughs> the ones that have been around the longest, time is the ultimate, kind of, it reveals yeah. all, doesn't it?
0: Exactly. So, yeah, so that's that was a good one, actually. I think we've gone on for quite a long time there, Dan.
1: Yeah, we, we can yap on a bit.
0: We can yap on about things like this for a long time, can't yeah.
1: we? Yeah. Podcast, we should mention that. That, that might have been a bit of a fad, like, who knew what mm-hmm. podcasts were 10 years ago, but it's been about 10 years now since they've been around. But now, look how popular it is now.
0: Yeah. And look at us sitting here, yapping on.
1: Exactly. It's coming up to a year since we've started doing it. Well, maybe. Hey, gosh. No, I'm not. It not is. probably nine month, ten yeah. months, ten months. Yeah,
0: because we did start before we released any, didn't we? Because we there were two Yeah, Yeah, that's links. true.
1: Yeah.
0: So our, practice, our practice runs. So we probably nearly did. It was when we went into lockdown the first time. So, yeah. God, that's nearly a year ago.
1: <laughs> no. Bloody hell. Time, eh?
0: Scary, isn't
1: it? Right, cool. Is there anything else you you want to add?
0: No, nothing. Nothing else to add, Your Honor.
1: (laughs) Your Honor. (laughs) But cool listeners, if you've if you've tried any fads or you want to know any more information about anything, let us know because um hopefully we can avoid help you avoid some time and energy and effort and money. If you think it's if you question whether to do it then let us know because we'll hopefully give you some good advice.
0: And save you a bit of cash, hopefully. Yeah.
1: All right, cool. We will see you again in another episode sometime soon.
0: Okay. Bye.